0: how you doing church doing good so glad you all came out tonight man did you see um Ireland the Irish beat Australia what about that my goodness me nothing's certain anymore Vaughan is it nothing's certain <laughs> what could happen <laughs> oh, wow man there's just a wonderful presence of God here and uh, and I just really enjoyed that. Well done, Worship Team, Susan, Pastor Sue, That was just fantastic. What a, what a tremendous atmosphere. And You know, there's, it takes something to hold that atmosphere in this church. It takes something to hold that atmosphere in your life. And, uh, and there's a contention for it. There's a battle for it. There's a war going on. There's a war that we're a part of. Whether you, whether you choose to be actively involved or not, you're in this war. It involves you. It requires you to stand up, and you know, just lately in my life, I've I'm just feeling that call. I feel the call of the Lord to stand up, to stand up, to stand strong, and to contend, to contend, to not yield, to not back down, to hold the Word of God, hold it over my life, confess it to be true until I see breakthrough, and to not quit, to not quit, to not quit. Man, I just, I just feel it in my spirit. Man, we're going to have a good night tonight. I'm going I'm to share about um, Peter a little bit tonight on, on that sort of thing. I love the Apostle Peter. He's, um, he's a bit of a loose cannon, really. He, man, he flipping, gets out of a boat and starts walking on water. He's a, well, one of the two guys in human history to have done that. Peter, Peter he's like the, uh, um, the flippant sort of, all right, man, I'll have a go. If, uh, I'll have a go. man, Count me in. I'm going to have a go. I'll stand up. You know, the thing I love about Peter is his boldness. His boldness and his fire and the passion that he has to pursue God. So tonight I'm going to talk to you about contending, about arising up, about standing in our spirits and, and holding on to the promises of God, demonstrating them to be true. So if you turn in your Bibles, please. We'll go to Matthew 16. We're just going to... Um, going to just pick some keys from, from Peter's life, keys that have spoken into my heart. And uh, in Matthew 16, we'll read from verse 13, and uh, I mean, you guys all know this, is, uh, it's a fairly, fairly common story. And uh, Jesus came to Philippi, and uh, he asked his disciples, saying, who do men say that I, the Son of God, am? Who do men say I am? See, men, the world, they have an opinion of God. I was sitting in a a trustees meeting the other day of an an allegedly Christian school, and the opinions in there, their opinion of God was hey, all religions worship the same God, we just call him a different name. And that's the opinion of man. And I I rocked the boat a little bit by disagreeing, and we've we've got a bit more rocking to come up. But that's the opinion of man. Who do men say I am? Some say that he's a good guy. Some say he's this. Some say he's that. And Jesus said to them, well, who do you say I am? There's a question to you tonight. Who do you say I am? Not who does your parents say I am? Who do the pastors say I am? Who does this church say I am? Who do you say I am? It's a personal choice. Who do you say I am? And Peter said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. You are the Messiah. You are the Redeemer. You are God walking here on earth to bring salvation to all man. You are Jesus. You give your life that I might be free, that I might live. That is who you are. That is who you are. And Jesus said, blessed are you, Simon. Blessed are you. No longer you're Simon, you're Peter. And on this rock, on this revelation that you have got from your Father in heaven, I will build my church. So The first key tonight, church, for our contending is revelation. It's to build to revelation into your life. Revelation, as you read on in verses um, 18, 17, 18, 19, Revelation, Revelation is, uh, it says on this rock I will build my church. It's something that's immovable. If you have a revealed word of God, that's something that's immovable. Peter had a revealed word of God. Jesus said to him, walk on the water. It's, that's a rock. That's something that you can fasten to. You can hold fast that in confidence a revealed word of the Lord. And, and, and Jesus said that I'll give you the keys of the kingdom. The key is something that unlocks, something that opens. It's something that gives you access. So revelation brings access to the kingdom, access to the things of God. And uh and the consequence of that is authority. Whatsoever things you bind on earth will bound in heaven. Whatsoever things you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Loosed and loosed on earth. Loosed on earth. Bound on earth. Loosed on earth. It's declaring the supernatural, declaring the stuff that's out there and making it real in this world. Making it real in this world. And flick over to um, X, Acts 3. So this is um, actually This is a story about um, Peter and, and John. They're on the way to the temple, on the way to church. And uh, someone wants some money from him. Well, give me some money. And, uh, and Peter said, silver or gold have I none? Money, I don't, I don't have any money. But what I do have, I give to you. What I do have, I give to you. The second point tonight, church, is an encounter with God. What I do have, I give to you. What do you have? Well, Peter had a well of life inside of him. What I have, I give to you. He has a well, he has a spring, he has a revelation of God that he's built into his life that that's something that he now carries with him everywhere he goes. He carried the revelation of healing. He carried the revelation that Jesus walked on earth to bring healing to man. He carried the revelation, what I have, what I've built inside of my life, I give to you. I bring the supernatural and I give it to you. He had that personal encounter with Jesus Christ. The um, pastor Mike preached on Father's Day, the night service. He preached on wells and, and springs, and I, I downloaded it. And if you haven't got it, I encourage you, download it. That was a very good message. It's, and Peter's living it here. What I have, what I do have. I've built something in my life from an encounter with Jesus Christ. I'm carrying it. What I have, I give. So you can't give what you don't have. And it's, it's our responsibility to build that into our lives, to carry to carry that life, to carry that anointing, and uh, and so the man got healed, of course, because God is good. The man got healed, and there' was a bit of a ruckus, there was a bit of a bit of a show going on and uh, in verse sixteen uh, peter's sort of he 's explaining to these people he 's saying, well look it 's not of our own wisdom it 's not of our own strength it 's not of anything that we've it 's not of us that this man it 's through faith in his name. Verse 16 says, in his name. Through faith in his name, this man was made well. Through faith. Faith is calling that which is not seen as though it is. Uh, Romans, 4, um, Romans 4 says that faith. Calling that which is not seen as though it is. Through faith in his name. In the name of Jesus. And the name is not just uh, Brian or, or Vaughn or whatever. Name doesn't just mean the person, what they're called, but it means everything else that that name implies. It's the whole package. So with, with Jesus, the name, the name, the authority, the character, the reputation of Jesus through faith and the authority of Jesus through faith and the character, the goodness of God, the reputation of God, the name of Jesus. Isaiah 61 says, in the name of Jesus, there is salvation. There is a, the salvation that flows. There is deliverance. There is freedom from uh, torment freedom, from uh, demonic influences in your life. There is, there is redemption. There, there is res- restoration of the heart, being healed in your heart. In the name of Jesus, there is healing in your heart. In the name of Jesus, there is healing in your body. In the name of Jesus, there is a purpose, there is destiny, and there is life. That is the name of Jesus. That is the name of Jesus. Through faith in this name, he was made whole. So it's not just Jesus, we don't just say grace, Father bless his food in Jesus' his name, amen. That's, that, that's cutting that short. That's, that's underselling it through faith in the name of Jesus, the character, the reputation, the authority of the Jesus that we serve here tonight. Can I have an amen, church? Come on, this is good. This is... <laughs> yeah. That was the, uh, the hat lady with the lollies. <laughs> So uh, we'll, we'll flick over to Acts, um, Acts 4. So the third point is look to Jesus. We look to Jesus through faith in his name. It's not, it's not of what us, it's not of what we can do. We're, we're just vessels. It's look to Jesus through faith in that name, in the name of Jesus. That's what brings the breakthrough and, 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 and as we contend. and uh, Point four that I want to share tonight in uh, Acts 4.24 is passion it's passion. Now have you have you ever noticed that you can tolerate quite a lot until it just it starts getting just that little bit close it just starts cutting to the bone that little bit much and suddenly you start caring a whole bunch about it and then you start praying fervently for it to happen. There's a passion that comes around you. Uh, it 's just an observation of mine, and it 's something that I'll, you know i 'm really quite keen to grow in, but you know there 's a whole lot of people that are unsaved, and I know that God puts places in hearts, places, names in your heart. But you know if it was my children that weren 't going to be saved, if it was my children having eternity without God, there 's a level of passion that rises up inside of me that suddenly, man, God, I need breakthrough god i 'm going to hold on to your word until I see my children saved. Uh, you know, in my life, I want to see that bubble extend, my extended family, my workmates, my, my colleagues, the people that I come in contact with every day. I want to see that passion enlarge, the passion in my life enlarge to see the things of God. See, the, um, the disciples, have, they've had the threats of the Sanhedrin, of the, the laws of the day, and they're, they're saying, look, you can't preach the name of Jesus. And uh, well, they're thinking, well, but we can't but help preach the name of Jesus and the Bible says they arose with one accord. They raised their voice to God. They raised their voice to God. It wasn't a little, dear Jesus, we're in big trouble now. They raised their voice to God. They cried out to God. As we, as we cried out tonight, they, they cried out to their God with passion Passion and desire. They cried out to their God, God, hear our cry tonight. God, move, stretch out your hand. God, you are the God who made the heavens and the earth. You are God. You are God. God, hear us today. When you pray like that, it stirs up something inside of you. It stirs something up and you want, you want it. Every part of your fiber, every part of your being locks in on it. God, give me that passion, that desire, that fervency. God, to pursue you that I would be a man on fire, that I would seek your kingdom here on earth, that I would be filled. And they declared it. They raised their voice. And uh, the fifth point is uh, found in verse 29. And they said, Now, Lord, look on their threats and grant to your servants... That with all boldness, we would speak your word. By stretching out your hand to heal, signs and wonders will be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. Grant us, your servants, that with all boldness, we would speak your word. With all boldness, we would speak your word. We would speak your word with boldness. With boldness, with a confidence and assuredness. And who you are and what your word says. Boldness. Boldness is confidence. It's freedom. You have freedom when you are bold. There's a a courage. It's the opposite of fear. It's everything that fear is. It's the opposite. So it's everything that fear isn't. Boldness. Boldness. It comes from an encounter with God. 1 John 4.18 says, Perfect love casts out all fear. A Perfect love casts out all fear. Perfect love. That's a supernatural love. An encounter with Jesus Christ, that well that Peter had built in his life that he could, he could draw near to God and he had something that he could give. It's that. It's in those times as he built that well that he would receive of that perfect love that displaces all fear. In the absence of fear, a boldness arises. A boldness to speak the word with power and authority. Boldness comes into your spirit. And boldness, to, it outworks in a lot of different ways. And, and boldness um, outworks in how you encounter God. See, in Hebrews 4 something, Hebrews 4:16, somewhere around there, it says, let us boldly enter the throne room of grace to receive grace and mercy in time of need. Let us boldly, let us boldly enter the throne room of grace. See, God loves us so much. He wants us to draw near. He wants us to come near to him. The choice is ours. He has done everything that we could draw near to him. The choice is ours that we could boldly enter the throne room of grace, not standing at a distance, not not shy and retired, clothed, um, beaten, downtrodden, but boldly, boldly enter the throne room of grace, boldly draw near to our dad, boldly inquire of our Father in heaven, boldly, to boldly draw near, to boldly declare his word over our life, not in, in, a, in a half-hearted, not in a, I'm not sure if I believe, but boldly confessing that word to be true, boldly standing upon it, and then out in, out in the marketplace, out in the workplace, out in, in life, to boldly declare it as true, to boldly declare it as true. So it's not so much the words that you speak, it's the spirit in which you speak it in. And if you've got a boldness, if you've got a fire, if you've got a, a passion that's wrapped around you, it's that. That they encounter. If you've got that love, that perfect love that casts out all fear, it's that spirit that you're speaking. And if you're wrapped in a spirit of fear, it's fear that is encountered. If you're wrapped in a spirit of boldness and a spirit of love, it's that flow. It's that flow that comes out of your belly. Out of the rivers of belly will flow, will flow rivers of water, living water, life. It's that flow. That boldness. It's strong. It's not timid. It's strong. It's strong, that boldness. And I was, in, in my own life, I've, I've lived this I've, uh, for, a, for a long time. It really started when, um, when I married my wife, my beautiful wife. She's, <laughs> she turned 30 recently, actually, and uh, she's just a treasure. I encourage you, youth, to, to stand, on the, stand on the Word of God and to, to seek out a partner that's right for you. And, you know, I, I got a word from God that Jay was the right one for me. And, and I held on to that. I held on to that through, through some tough times. And I, I look back now and I think, man, she is the perfect one. She, she's just, she compliments me. She completes me. She, it's just, it's a love story. It's 10 years anniversary. <laughs> it's, a, it's a love story. <laughs> so, so Jay, um... When she was little, she used to wake up levitating from a ceiling, the lights would flicker, she'd just be tremendously troubled, she'd hear um, witches crackle outside her window, and just she's just really quite oppressed, and, uh, and when we got married, spiritually, I became the, the head of the home, and that came against me, and, and I was a little bit surprised, you know, <laughs> the word of god was true well what about that <laughs> and so i would wake up with fear and torment in the night i'd lock the doors i'd check that they were locked i'd shut the windows i'd hear a rattle you know and i would creep through the house with a baseball bat Why? what you <laughs> can you just imagine it my heart beating there goes sleep for the night so this fear and this torment this witchcraft would come against me and uh and I started standing up in my spirit, and I started saying, God, what is this? God, what is this? This isn't right. I stood strong. I stood, and I encountered my God, and I declared my covenant with my God, and I pressed in for revelation. What is this? What is this that's going on? And, uh, you know, sometimes I wake up, it would be two in the morning. it would be like there was someone inside the house, but I couldn't see them. And, I'd, you know, not <laughs> it's a little bit freaky. And I'd be standing in God. God, what is this? What is this? Show me the keys to break through. And I, and, and I, and I got some, mm-hmm. and, I, and I held on to it, and I decreed it. I decreed it. And all it was in, in that particular instance was the covenant of God. It was just the blood of Jesus was enough. And, and it, I'm the purchased product. My house, my, everything that I own is purchased and redeemed. There is no legal right. There is no legal right. So I stood up, and I, I canceled the power. You have no legal right. You have no access. You have no access in my life, and my wife's life, and our finances, over our property, over our house. And I imagine that lightness displaces darkness. I imagined light. I imagined light around us, and there has been a peace resting on our home ever since because I stood up and I contended. You know, I've got heaps of stories. Um, In in my workplace, we had an account that um, wasn't going to be paid. It was for... A reasonable sum for two hundred thousand dollars and but at stake was about half a million and and the client wasn't going to pay which for a firm our size that was that was pretty scary uh, i wasn't very happy about that i was a little bit fearful about that and and so i rose in my spirit and i i pressed into my god and i and i, and I asked god give me a word give me show me how to pray into this and and i felt to pray the justice of god so I stood and I decreed the justice. I stood and decreed that justice would prevail. And the, uh, and the account was paid. We, I had breakthrough in that situation. I remember in my workplace um, towards the end of one year, I, had a tr- I was tremendously troubled in my spirit and I didn't know why. I, I had no idea. I just felt very agitated and very troubled in my workplace. And, and so I, as I've learned to do, I rose and I prayed. I rose, and I cried out to my God. I rose, and I contended. I pushed. I decreed my covenant with my God. I decreed who I was in Him, and the, and the covenant that I had, and, and I said, God, give me a word. God, show me what it is, and, and I just felt to pray to cancel every, every power that's operating, to cancel um, every spirit of accusation, to cancel the power of every accusation, and, and, and I bound it, and I canceled the power and I forbid it to operate, and, uh, and, and it didn't take long to push to break through. It may, maybe took three days, and and when, when I'm praying, when I'm leaning in, you, you feel the pressure in your spirit pushing. You have to continue to be strong and to push till you get that breakthrough, till you get that release, and then in, in my workplace, oh, my goodness, there's, there's been about 10 staff, I, I would think, over that time, since since that time, have left and the atmosphere has just changed one eighty and now we're in the place that we can grow and we can we can grow forward. It's like we've been pruned back and we can grow forward. Because I hung on to the word of God, because I confessed it and I contended over my life, I contended that it would be demonstrated to be true. Um with my son Oscar when he was when he was very little he had a traumatic birth and was separated from Jay and for the first year and a half, two years had some massive Behavioral issues, just, just massive. He, he didn't want to be touched, but you couldn't leave the room, and he just, he was just a mess, just a real mess. And I remember talking to different people about it and trying all these strategies, and then uh, eventually it got a little bit close to home, and my passion arose, my passion, my zeal, my fire. I stood up and I said, God, what is this? Give me a word. Show me what it is. And it was just simply. The, the, there's an abandonment at the time of birth. I just had a, a clear picture of what it was, just the, the trauma of the birth and the abandonment and so we arose my, my wife and I and we prayed, we canceled the power, we stood, and we contended for Oscar because if we allowed this to go, he, he would have been robbed. He would have been robbed of who God had of the plans that God had for him, and we would have been robbed of the the legacy that we had through our son. And we stood, and we contended for him, we stood on his behalf, we canceled those powers, we said, "You cannot operate and then I stood as the dad as the head of the home, and decreed the grace of God, decreed the covering of God over my family and uh, and it was it was literally overnight as I remember one sunday where well, i 'm out there and he 's screaming and kicking up a fuss, and you know out in the crash, and the next Sunday. He says, see you later, Daddy. I'm off now. Walks in, and the staff's like, who is this boy? Who is this boy? What's happened? And and everyone that we we met, we visited some friends in Wellington once, and he screamed for an hour, just continuously for the hour. And then we met them again, and there's this lovely little happy boy. What happened? Well, let me tell you. (laughs) We encountered God, and man, did it work. So it's a church I encourage you. I encourage you to contend. I encourage you. I encourage you to hold on to the word of God, to don't don't be afraid, to don't draw back, to to don't be passive, to be active, to take action, to stand firm. It's a, it's a fight. We're in a fight. We're in a battle. We're in it. It's it's our life. Arise, let us arise. Let us arise as a church. Let us arise bold and strong in God. Let us arise passionate. Let us arise and pursue Him for everything, for everything. There's still things that I'm, I'm pushing into. I, I, I want to see, as I said before, I want to see the, the, the bigness of God. I want to see souls. I want to see more of the supernatural demonstrated in, in, in my day-to-day living. I want to see it. I want to see it. I'm getting a hunger rising up inside of me. I want to see it. I feel that there's a, there's a well, the pump starting to go. There's a well. There's a, there's a flow. There's a boldness that my God is real. He is real. His word is real, and it is demonstrated as true. There's a passion coming upon us. I feel it is a passion coming upon us as a people to cry out to our God and say, God, here we are. God, we are hungry for you. God, use us. God, use us to stand firm and to contend. And uh, it, it, when, when Peter, I love Peter's response, just to, just to finish up, I love his response to the Sanhedrin. And uh, it, it says you know, around verse chapter four, Acts 4, 8, and, uh, and it says, Peter, Peter, filled with the Holy Ghost. Peter, filled, filled with, With the Holy Ghost. Filled with the Holy Ghost. We're going to give you an opportunity to respond tonight soon. We're going to give you the opportunity to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Peter, filled. He had something to give. Peter had encountered his God. He had something to give. Peter, filled with the Holy Ghost. And he said, let it be known. He said to them, let it be known. Let it be known. Let it be known through our lives. Let it be known through how I live. Let it be known through how I pray, how I stand, how my family live. Let it be known through my finances. Let it be known in my workplace. Let it be known that there is salvation in no other. For there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. Let it be known that there is no other name. Let it be known that the name of Jesus brings healing, that it's the name of Jesus that brings salvation. Let it be known through how I live that it is Jesus. Let it be known. Let it be known. Let it be known. Church, I just, I just love God. I, I just feel, you know, nothing else satisfies. Nothing else satisfies. There is a contention. There is a war. You have to choose to be a part of it. I was praying with um, with a guy the other morning, and and we were, I just showed him how to pray through a situation that he had, showed him how to bring breakthrough, and we were saying, well, why didn't we do it? Why didn't we, you know, he's saying, well, why didn't I stand up and do this before? Why did I wait so long? And that's, that's a question to all of us, really, isn't it? Why are we waiting? Why are we waiting? Why are we waiting? We've got a God who is here now, ready. He is ready now. He's got the vast the vast resource of heaven ready now, now, ready now for you. The fullness of God, the Holy Ghost available to you, that with all boldness you could declare the word, that with passion and life that you could stand up and represent Jesus. That's available to us, available to you, church. So so I'm going to give you the opportunity to respond in in a few minutes. I'm going to give you the opportunity to respond, and uh, man, we're going to have a good time. The, uh, but I want to give an opportunity first if you don't know Jesus Christ. I want to give you an opportunity to know Jesus. The Bible says that the wage of sin is death. Sin is when we live our, our own way. Death is an eternity without God. The wage of sin is death, but the gift of God, the gift of God, the free gift of God, is eternal life. It is eternal life. He has paid the price. That is the free gift to you tonight. So with every eye closed, with every head bowed, tonight, if you would like to receive Jesus as your Savior, if you've never invited him in, or if your life isn't living representative of that, with every eye closed, with every head bowed, if you would like to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior tonight, would you please acknowledge me by raising your hand. Thank you, I see your hand. Is there anyone else that would like to respond? Thank you for your, thank you for responding, Matt. I'd like to ask you to do one more thing. I'd like to invite you to, we'll all stand in a minute, and I'd like to invite you to come up the front, and I'd like to pray for you. Prayer is just talking with God like to give you that opportunity now. So, uh, so, church, if you'd all like to stand up on your feet, and the lady that raised your hand, if you'd like to come up the front, let's give her a clap. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hi, how are you? What's that? Diane. Hi, Diane. I'm Brian. There's a, there's a lovely lady here. you. <laughs> So uh, I'm just going to lead you in a prayer, and uh, if you just follow follow after me, and we'll just pray to God. Uh, Jesus, I come to you today. So if everyone, sorry, if everyone would like to pray with me so that this poor girl's not all alone, (laughs) pray nice and loud, nice and strong. (laughs) Jesus, I come to you today. Jesus, I come to you today. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for sending Jesus Christ to die for my sins. sins. Today, I believe he is the Son of God. I believe that he took my sin. I believe that he gives me new life today. I acknowledge Jesus Christ now as my Lord and Savior. I yield my life to Him. I declare before heaven and earth that I am a new creation. I have been made alive. That I am saved. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Father, I thank you for this girl. I thank you that she's responded to you. Father, I pray right now your grace come around us. Father, I pray a grace would rest upon her. Father, I pray a grace, a grace. Father, I just speak your grace now. I decree a grace. Father, a restoration of her heart, a restoration of relationships. God, that you would be real, you would be close. Father, I pray your love would wrap around her. Father, that she would know you to be true. Father, you would walk with her every day, every day. Thank you, Jesus, for your amazing love. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Let's give a clap. There's a lady here that's got a... All right, church. I want to open up the altar to us all tonight. To come and encounter our God. If I feel the flow tonight, the flow is fire. The flow is a fire... To pursue God, a fresh fire, a fresh passion, a fresh zeal, to feel, uh, feel a boldness, a boldness would come upon us, that we would, as a group of people, we would, as a group of people, of believers in Jesus, of one accord, we would cry out, God, we are hungry for you, God, I want your presence around me, God, I hunger for your boldness, I want your fire around me, I want zeal around me, that I would arise and I would stand for you. If that is you tonight, church, I invite you, come and fill this altar, a fresh impartation of the life of God, a fresh impartation of fire, a fresh impartation of boldness, a fresh impartation of zeal, that you would be clad with zeal, you would be clad with zeal. There is a presence, there is a flow in this house to contend, there is a flow in this house, there is a flow in this house to receive of the life of God. Just as the band plays the song now, I invite you, come out of your seat. Come and fill this altar. Come and fill this altar. There is a fresh impartation that you would be filled, that you would have so many to give. There is a fresh impartation.